Oh, hello. Welcome to the show. You know the show. The show that has Ed and has Sean in it. It's Ed and Sean. It's Geeksters. No, 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 no. And welcome to episode 317 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Did Sorry. you fart again? No, I didn't fart at all. I'm, I'm, I'm still... Folks, if you've been listening to the ongoing saga of the earpiece, <laughs> <laughs> Sean has got new earbuds, and they sound funky. I don't know why. I sound you like... You said that last week, too. And I, and, and I feel this way still. <laughs> Just saying. It's because you can hear yourself. Uh, Whoa, hold on, there you go. Um, that, but it also sounds very ec- like deep, echoey, kind of like, oh, in a world. Like, I, there's no timber in my voice. There's no timber in your voice? Yeah. I mean, I, look at me. Am I using the right terminology? I think so. Yeah. Oh! Yeah, all right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe my voice just doesn't have timber. See, that sounds a little bit more better. That sounds a little better. Would you fit in with knobs? I'm feeling now. Uh, maybe I wonder if it has something to do with the fact that we move, take it in and out of the box, and maybe our fingers. Well, sit. I always make sure that all the settings are correct oh. for us. I sound a little better there. I sound like myself. Okay, well, maybe now that you have your headphones, you can hear yourself. Yeah, maybe it makes again. a difference. So now yeah. I'm adjusting it. So let's try this. Ooh, what's that do? It doesn't sound like anything. Not a damn thing. Apparently. I don't know. Click it. Click it. Click it. There's somebody in like an office, you know, in like Germany. Lights are flickering. Let's do that. I don't know. Click, 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 click. I know you can do the old make my voice have an echo. Yeah, I'm not doing effects. No, I don't want to do that. No. No effects. This is the real deal, 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 deal. So, uh, while you're fiddling, uh, how was your week? Uh, you know, really mostly uneventful. Um, the three, not E3, sorry, Nintendo Direct, we've been waiting for for now since all of January. Finally came out on the 13th of February and I okay. uh, watched it. It was like 35 minutes. If you're Nintendo. You know, they, they, it's a lot of ports, a lot of stuff. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, this is, this is like Nintendo all over again. Now, in January, they did have like a, um, third party uh, game, you know, games that were coming out for right. it. So you you got the these were d- Nintendo creating them themselves. But the two big ones that I thought through that you got well, three of them. There was a uh, the Three Kingdoms emblem, I think it was called Three or Emblem okay. Three Kingdoms. That was that took, they gave that the, like the most time out of all the uh, whole thing. Must have been a jewel in Nintendo's crown at one point. In time. Pretty like, much, bring it back. But the two big things that everybody kind of remembers is is that it's as a uh, there's going to be another Zelda game, but it was Leaks Awakening. So I'm like, and yeah. they've done that on the on the DS, like, and it's not you know, it's, it's like, hey, Switch people are getting. I feel like Switch people are kind of getting <laughs> a little robbed, and as a Switch owner, it's kind of annoying because you're doing like, hey, remember that game on the 3DS that was five years old? We're gonna redo it for the Switch, not changing the graphics. Right. much we're just putting it on the switch and yeah like, i don't care about Link's awakening and then the other one was uh, uh mario uh maker 2 i saw that one that's like you know you know what the difference is between mario maker 1 and mario maker 2 what slopes <laughs> and that's and that's the thing i've been watching a lot of the commentary right after that like you know people that you know were watched it or whatever their reactions right. and that was it like that's what people were saying like slopes was the yeah that was the big thing the- so, i mean now mario maker 
The first one, Ed, was on the 3DS, and you can make Mario levels and then put them onto a um, out there in the world, and people right. would play them, download them, and play those worlds. Nintendo now. Direct, they, or not Direct, uh, Nintendo something. Um, yeah, whatever. But was there, it was, was their online network. It was before their online network because it was on the 3DS. Okay. So um, what I remember is that they have like the Nintendo the DS. Yes, right. yeah, sorry, right. DS, 3DS. It's, it's all it's all <laughs> tomato, <to> tomato. <laughs> um, the difference was that there was like the Nintendo Top Hundred, or like they gave you like a hundred levels, and the object was to beat those hundred, and you got to be like, "Yay!" Like you got to it was uh, bragging rights, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, and who could do it the fastest? Like, okay, so now this time, slopes, Ed. They're bringing <laughs> slopes. Um, and then, of course, like the, the other minor kind of, well, not minor, but the other games that they had was uh, Tetris 99, where you can compete against, I think, 90 uh, other, <laughs> 90 other, 98 other people. Online. I already played it. Did you? Yeah, it's, it's a free download. We downloaded it the other day. and oof. Yeah. I mean, hashtag not my Tetris. <laughs> Remember the old days where it was just you and a bunch of squares, squares and, speed and lines? Was, and, the, the time and speed was your enemy. Of and, and, and mine, the one I played all the time was, I think it was, it was a Nintendo one. or So it had like the Kremlin in the background. Yeah, it was and, the original for the Game Boy, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I miss those days. Now it's like there's a, um, a Tetris something for the PS4, mm. um, and it's virtual reality. I'm like, does Tetris need to be virtual? <laughs> really? Like... <sighs> I see this the one flying at me as I'm, yeah. as I'm stacking them on my and, one. And, and now this one where it's like me against 98 other people, it's Tetris Battle Royale style. <laughs> <laughs> In a world where stacking blocks matter. And the other thing, though, the, the speaking of... Can you stack up to the rest? <laughs> speaking of Battle Royale, uh, the, the biggest announcement is apparently there, uh, there's going to be a 3.0 for the Smash Brothers. And uh, apparently DLC content, you're going to get the Joker. Yeah, from uh, from Persona 5. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Now, now, people, it's the first time, um, what do you call it, uh, um, and a Persona character has been in a fighting game in the Smash Brothers, which was kind of funny. I saw, like, a meme. Someone did a post. Like, Mary, did you see Deadpool 2? Yeah. Okay. Remember the scene where they're getting, you know, people who come in and there's that guy, Steve, like, so you have no skills, you know, that being yeah. part of the team. Okay, you're hired. It, they kind of did that where it was um, Mario and I want to say it was Kirby or one of the two other characters and they're sitting there and they're like, so you have no skills. You've never been in a Smash Bros. before. Why did, why do you, why do you feel like you need, you should be a part of this? And you turn and it's the joke and he's like, I saw the ad. And they're like, okay, you're in. <laughs> like there's, no, there's like no rhyme or reason why he should be a part of that but there's okay fine right you're in <laughs> hi here's bob who's bob some dude put him in <laughs> and then the rest of the games i mean there was like the, that string game that i think we saw at e3 last year or uh, the year before that where okay. it's a co-op now where there's two different strings you have to get through the, the levels together so now they that that that's coming to the, the 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 three or the switch sorry and it, it's it looks nice but it's like you know like i don't know if i'm really into that kind of like gaming because there's also a block version apparently like there's a an early game boy or, or ds game and it's all blocks and you have to stack and now it's i forget the name of it. it's something two now they you know they put a sequel to it I, hold on um okay stacy's off to the distance playing not that far distance but she's playing the switch now um 
We're you dragging want? you in, by the way. <laughs> uh, just, uh, so you don't have to comment. You just, I just ask you for, for facts. What was the game that you and I were playing where you're blobs and you had to move stacks around? Like you. Okay, she clearly doesn't remember. <laughs> She forgets the name, but but we were playing that. But um, what's the what's the demo I downloaded the other day that you were at three o'clock in the morning yelling at Yoshi? Oh, right what's it? What's it called? Yoshi's yeah. Craft World, I think. It's yes. Called. Yeah. yeah, we we downloaded the demo, and uh, yeah, that was part of the uh, part of the uh, direct too. They were talking about that. I had to pre-order it. Did you? Did you? Yeah, I did. She made me. Ah, it was it's a cute game. It's um. You know, you're Yoshi, and it's kind of like it reminds me of a lot of anybody who's ever played um, Little Big Planet. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, where it's like all crafty looking, like someone like it's like a, somebody who like a sock version or, of, uh, yeah. of Yoshi. You know, it's like yeah. a, like oh, I got a green sock. I'm just gonna put a white face on it, and there you go. Here hey, you go. No, he's there. He's all woolly and furry. And yeah, he eats things and poops out an egg, and then the eggs follows you. You can throw those eggs. I think it was very puzzle esque. Okay. With a story, apparently, like according to the story, is that um, there's six special looking eggs, which they look like the Infinity Stones. To be honest, <laughs> Yoshi needs. You put the it Infinity. to one glove. It's a wool glove. <laughs> Yoshi shall eat everything. <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> with a flick of his tongue. <laughs> and half the population is now gone. <laughs> The game was called Death Squared. It was, that wasn't the one oh, I was okay. thinking of. Now, Stacy, where we had to like it was it was it was a very fun game actually. If you ever get a chance, download it if you ever have a Switch uh, because it's you and it's a two person game and there is like this kind of funny because there's like you you are it's a four person game. Sorry, but you can play two players. I just yeah. say max four. It's on it's on the PlayStation as well. Just, yeah, this wasn't that game. Yeah, man. never mind. Just let's just move on because I'm wrong <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I have my fact checker here with me today to go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear <laughs> in the distance, it's her going, "No, you're an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what else did you do this week? Um, you know, uh, I was watching something before you came in. And I finished watching it. <laughs> we watched the end of it. <laughs> yes. It was uh, uh, Electro, Electro Woman and Diner Girl. It was a webisode series, apparently. Sid and Monty Croft, if you remember that. I, the I 70s. remember, yeah. And apparently there was a 70s version of it, and they, they updated it now from 2015 or 2016 or something like that. And they did release it on video you know, to buy if you wanted to watch it all instead of going to YouTube and watching each individual. I think there were eight episodes total, like 11 minutes apiece or something like that. And... Uh, yeah, it was terrible. Oof, it was okay. And uh, Stacey and I came in and had it on pause. And I said, "What you watching?" He's like, "Let your girl, let your woman and dining girl." I'm like, "Oh, really?" And Stacey's like, "How is it?" And you're like, "Not good, <laughs> not good, not good." And we watched the last fifteen twenty minutes of it. And, <sighs> it kind of reminded me of Mystery Men. Remember that movie, Mystery Men? Yeah, but Mystery Men was good. I love that movie. <laughs> I didn't see Mystery Man was bad. I'm just saying it reminds it was it was a remnant of Mystery Man, but not as good. Okay. okay. It was basically like superheroes that were um well I actually no not really representing Mystery Man. I think I'm mis mispresenting that. They were kinda like they're just two super two regular people trying to be superheroes. There was a Shadow Wars and apparently that's where like it's like kinda like Secret Wars where there was a fight going on between the supervillains and of the superheroes. It's the word shadow, it's behind yeah. the scenes, right? Yes. Right, 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 right. But apparently everybody knows it because they they talk about it. It's so like, it's not quite in the shadows yes. war? All right. 
because the news media is talking about it, and they're like, oh, that's since the Shadow Wars. And I'm like, well, if it's supposed to be secret, like, well, how, do you, <laughs> how do you know about this? But anyway, uh, but it's it's more of like popularity of getting like endorsement deals, and, and it kind of uh, reminded okay, me of, of okay. uh, Captain Next. Amazing from right. uh, Mystery Man, how he had those endorsement deals. To, okay, I see where you're going with that. And uh, so it was, so this guy was like kind of like the uh, um, – uh, crooked uh, uh, agent, you know, trying to get like he saw him on YouTube. But they were, they lit, lit up because they they stopped a robbery from happening at a convenience oh, so store. Like, oh, okay, so, the old hey, you could be a hero. Yeah, so you know? there was the there was the you know secret uh, secret what was it? It was something uh, something management, secret mask management or something like that. And it's basically like like yeah. <laughs> And they and they brought him to Hollywood, and you know they took him from the regular tights to these special costumes, oh. and they gave him these weapons that would you know be more high tech. Gotcha. And they came in like a little Pinto like, car, a Dyna car, and then they or the electric car, sorry, and then they switched it to that one we saw at the end, which yeah, was yeah, a, for all thirty seconds um, of McLaren. McLaren, yeah. And then next, you know, the bad guy woofs away, and has sees it blows up, and. I, they broke the fourth wall. And I was like, "Wait, they break the fourth wall?" Because I like, said, "Yeah, occasionally they kind of did that, like in a way you were oof. just gonna." Hey, someone went, "You know what works? That Deadpool stuff breaking the fourth wall. Let's see if we can get those two to do it." <laughs> what about uh, anything? They don't care. The audience is just watching anyway. They're already there. We got them glued. We got them riveted in YouTube or whatever. Yeah, I think it's eleven minutes too long. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you yeah, know, it was free, show. so that's why I watched it. I watched it on the Roku channel, which you can download. You don't For need the Roku. You don't need the Roku. You just get the Roku channel on any uh, <laughs> smart device and be able to watch it. For get, free. Get the smart device where you can watch your dumb programming. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a tagline. <laughs> Roku. Smart programming for dumb TV. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, get two. I feel extra stupid. <laughs> so uh, what about you? What did you do this week? Um, not, not much. I mean, honest. I mean, I worked. Work, work, work. work. Hello, boys. <laughs> um, I, I played the demo with, the, I, guess, I guess it was like the, the, the beta for Division 2. Uh-huh. Um, it was good. Kind of like the Division 1, except better. Hence the sequel part. Yeah. Um, I probably will be picking that up, you know, in March because I liked the first one. Mm-hmm. This one's set in Washington D.C. Really? So yeah, you get to run around through the city of Washington. Like in the in the beta, our camp is the White House. So I was yeah. like, you know, setting up camp at the White House and then walking the streets with my gun, going, "Hey, buddy!" So no, no different from Washington D.C. Now. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not at all, <laughs> except less corrupt. <laughs> In the game. In the game. Because <laughs> most people are dead. <laughs> and there's walls. <laughs> Topical. Anyway, um, let's see. I'm, I started watching a new show on Netflix called uh, Russian Doll. Okay. It stars Natasha Leone or something like that. Uh, I'm going to go to my Netflix because I am... No, why am I going to do that? I'm going to go to IMDb. There you go. It's um, it's Groundhog's Day with a death twist and, you know, um, more comedic. <laughs> I, I don't mean that Groundhog's Day wasn't funny. It's that this one's specifically... As dying. a horror movie, it's more comedic. Yes, and it's not even a horror movie. It's more of a... She doesn't die gruesomely. She's So far, she kind of dies like in dumb ways, but she always winds up being back... 
it's she kind of resets into this bath. The game, the game, the show starts off with her being in a bathroom, uh-huh. and then she does something and she gets hit by a car and she dies. And then she, next thing you know, she cuts to she's back at the bathroom and she's fully aware. She's like, "What the hell? The hell? Did I, what's going on?" Because she's like, "What was in this cigarette? It was marijuana laced with something else." Mm. And so she thinks it's that. But every time she dies, she winds up going back to the beginning, so to speak. Right. You know, um, it's funny. It's it's not it's not super like haha funny. Um, it's kind of like it's uh, got its chuckle moments. Yeah, Russian Russian doll. Yeah, Natasha Leone. Oh, look at me! I was right. Oh, uh, a cynical young woman in New York keeps dying and returning to the party that's being thrown in her honor. That same meaning. Uh, she tries to find. Uh, a way out of this strange time loop. On Nadia's 36th birthday, she is struck by a car and killed and find herself alive and well back at her own birthday party earlier that night. When she dies again and her, time, her timeline resets, Nadia begins to question her own sanity as she strives to unravel the mystery of why and how all this is happening. All right. Um, it's, it's, it's not bad. It's kind of it, it's hooked me because now the last episode I saw, she was in an elevator and the elevator was breaking down and everyone's like freaking out except this guy next to her. She's like, why are you not freaking out? We were all about to die. And he's like, I, I'm dying a lot lately. And then end of the episode. So she found, like... Somebody else has the same Right, problem. somebody else is stuck in the same loop as her. So now she's probably going to go try to find him. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, the guy looks like he was trying to get... He was going to go ask someone to marry him. Uh, I don't know. It's a... It's... I, I like it. I mean, it's it's really good. Kind of said, it reminds me the plot a little bit. There was a book I read a long, long time ago. Because I read... Um, it was called it was called replay, uh-huh. and it was about this guy. Like it was he he has um, he has a heart attack, and he wakes up and he's in college, you know, mm-hmm. back in college with all the memories he had prior to this. So he's like, "Well, this is really weird. What the hell's going on?" And he starts realizing that he's in this time loop. That when he becomes the, that same age again, he passes away. He same heart attack. But then instead of going, he's in college, he's, instead of being a freshman in college, it's his last year in college. So, like, the time gaps keep getting closer and closer to the original timeline. Mm-hmm. So he tries, it's in the 60s, so he actually tries to stop the assassination of Kennedy, fails miserably, and he's trying to do all these things. And then he comes across this this um, movie that George Lucas and Steven Spielberg did before Star Wars. He's like, that's impossible. Like, what the hell? So he goes to Hollywood and finds out that there's a woman who basically is having the same thing, except she's using it to her own advantage. So she's like, "I well, I introduced George Lucas to Steven Spielberg, and they started making movies earlier, and I'm the producer, so at, she's making money off of it. Mm-hmm. But she also passes away at the same point in her life. And the two of them kind of have a relationship and kind of fall in love. But he, in his future, he's married and she's married as well. It's like they're two two star-crossed lovers, you might say. Mm. And like by the end, it he starts. They start both dying, so quote unquote, faster and faster mm. because the timeline keeps getting closer and closer and closer. And then finally, when it's the exact moment, their lives just move forward. It was real weird. It was real strange. It was. It was. That's kind of the show. Kind of reminds me that might be going that way. Mm. If you care, probably not. Who cares? Um, we've <laughs> also, says interesting. It, Stacey and I have also been watching The Masked Singer. I don't know if you're watching that phenomenon, Ed. <laughs> I've seen some shows here and there. I've seen like one or two. Right. And I'm like, 
<laughs> I just think, I mean, it, it's it's a good premise. Don't get me wrong. Like, like apparently it's huge in Korea. I think right, but I mean, like, like the way we're doing it is so stupid because <laughs> it's like the judges are like they're trying to sing, and you know, like, like if you're watching Idol, American Idol, which I can't stand, but if you've ever watched that show, you you the singer sings. It's not like the judges like you hear like you know it's wrong dog whatever you hear like, <laughs> right. like shit going on as yeah. as. There's no one critiquing the singing part, right? As they're singing, like, right? Because they're like, like, like the the judges. I guess they're judges. I don't even know what they. What are they? They're your panel of experts of mystery sleuths. They're like the <laughs> Scooby Doo gang for the mass singer. You have. I I, I think you're giving Scooby Doo gang the a bad <laughs> name because this is they they are terrible. Well, you have Nicole Sch- uh, Scherzinger. She is the was the lead singer for the Pussycats that uh-huh. was a long time ago. Um. You have Ken Jong. He, everyone knows Doctor Ken. He's the Hangover, right. real doctor, now turned comedian. Yeah, <clears throat> he's the comic relief of the show, obviously. Yeah. Then you have uh, I forget the guy's name. Um, who's the guy? Robin Thick, who is like the singer, the actual legitimate. Herman and Nicole are the le- two legitimate, legitimate singers. Right. And then you have Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Who? How is she famous? How? Why is she famous? Yeah. Well, Playboy Bunny, yeah, um, married to Jim Carrey for a while. Yeah, also doesn't believe her kids should be vaccinated. Okay, so she was very. Her thing, her son has autism. She blames vaccinations on him. So she tried to do a whole "Don't vaccinate your kids" gives them autism, yeah. and then she wound up marrying Donnie Wahlberg. Right. Okay. Uh, that's okay. why on the show it's 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 um, Jenny McCarthy Wahlberg. You know, so you're like, all right. I didn't. I was surprised by that, but whatever. <laughs> Um, who's supposed to be a pop culture expert, according to the, her tagline. And I'm like, she hasn't gotten anything right yet. <laughs> well, it's just like, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't care. I don't care who you have. On. It's four idiots <laughs> talking amongst themselves as the show's going on. And then, like, I, I enjoy uh, uh, the, the, what's his name? The, the guy who does the... Uh, oh, the host? MC, yes. Oh, uh, Nick Cannon. Sorry, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. When he was... Uh, when he, Mariah Carey? <laughs> When he was in, when he was on um, uh, uh, America's Got Talent as the host, yeah, of that, yeah, he, before he got fired, before he got fired, I mean, I thought he was great, and then you know, I, I still do. I think he's a great guy, but like he's gotten kind of weird. I think well, lately, I think, I think, like I'm like like a, since I, I guess the the Mariah, Mariah Carey team can't rein him in. Anymore. Well, they're divorced. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I guess yeah. So <laughs> and he got fired from that. He just kind of went off the deep end. He's and, also the host of Wild and Out on a. On MTV, where it's like a, uh, like it's a um, uh, improv show, where it's like two teams, and they throw like a, it's like a whose line it is it whose line is it anyway? The hip hop version, yeah, you know, um, and he, he's got this. I would say this, this. He does this turban thing now. Yes, that's that's I, what's throwing me off. <laughs> I'm like, because I'm like, I'm like, I respect the turban. You know, if if, if, sure. if, if it's part of your culture, that's fine. But whatever he's doing with it. It looks. Think... It looks like he went to a like a woman's boutique <laughs> and saw these glittery turbans. I go, I need to wear that. I need at least a dozen of them. Yes, and then... I need. I need the sparkle. <laughs> I need them. You know, I need them different colors. Waiting for him to. I'm waiting for him to drop like little those little smoke pellets. Bam! And with a cape, he's like Alakazam. <laughs> Look at me. There's nothing in my hat. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of yeah. Well, speaking of Alakazam, the Bugs Bunny like it's one of the first episodes uh-huh. where, he, where, he's, where it's a magician. It's Alakazam, and he's wearing the turban. 
What's Aladdin, Doc? I think it's called. <laughs> Open Saskatchewan? Open Saskatoon? <laughs> Open Sesame? Oh. <laughs> I, he just, I'm like waiting for him to like, and I'm the cannon. You'll see me in Kazam 2. <laughs> electric Boogaloo. <laughs> it's like he was trying out for the role of the genie in Aladdin and missed out, but he's, he's not letting it go. He's committed. He's committed now. <laughs> you know how many hats I bought? You know how many curly shoes I have? <laughs> <laughs> I got to use these now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fo- oh. I'm going to be on Fox. I'll, I'll wear them there. Ah, yeah, sure. Give me the puffy pants, too. <laughs> I used to be I used to be Mr. Mariah Carey. So <laughs> step aside. You remember me? I got fired from America's Got Talent. <laughs> Why did he get fired? I don't know. I think it was something that he said or something that he did, or I think it was his antics outside of the show that he had voiced an opinion. God forbid you do that nowadays. Yeah. And it was frowned upon and they let him go. And now they have who I think is the worst host ever. Um Shit, uh, she's a mod- ex-model. Um, who's America's next model? Tyra Banks. Really? Yeah, she's the she's the host of the show now. Wow, I, I don't really watch it. I only watch YouTube clips of it, right? Because it's like the that's you get the best <laughs> of the best. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't get the, the worst of the worst. <laughs> yes, because I like I like Tape Face. I thought that was the I thought he was like the greatest. You know, because I it's like it's kind of reminds me of the Charlie Chaplin days. You know, I mean I like it because Howie Mandel was the host. I'm not big. I'm a huge Howie Mandel fan. So yeah. I'm like, all right, you know, um, what's his face? Um, Simon Cowell's still part of it. Yeah. Um, is he on the American Oasis? And he was on the British version. So, no, he wasn't. Well, he was on the American version. Um, I, I know it's Scary Spice is on it too. Yeah, Mel B. Yeah, Scary Spice for those people who you know, because you, know, you know, if you want to be her lover, you got to get with her friends. Yeah, so just, you know, that was a weird song. Because yeah. <laughs> I always thought, like, what you mean, sleep with your friends? Like, ziga <laughs> <laughs> So we were watching that, and we were doing do from she does pretty well at guessing who it is. Yeah. And then I usually co-sign because then there's a there's co-sign because there's, there's I co-sign. <laughs> I just go along because my opinion is going to be dumb anyway. So she's going to call me out on it, and that's why I just co-sign on it. I, I, well, because what happens is she'll she'll say who it is, and then there's usually like a video package. And I look, I'm like, I try to match the video package with the person she says that it is. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you know what that is? Like last week, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil one of them. Okay, there's the lion. And the lion's a female, and she's got a really good voice. And it's hard to tell who she is. Stacy feels that she is Rumor Willis, the daughter of Bruce. Well, she knows. The daughter of Bruce Willis and Demi Moore. And I'm like, okay, like I've never really heard her sing, but apparently Stacy has, and she's really, really good. And she is really, really good on the show. But her video package this past week had like a a, a detective noir feel to it because it was black and white, and there were these two people met in a bar. And it was very detective looking, and the person slid an envelope of money, and on the envelope said "Blue Moon," and I'm like, "It totally is Rumor Willis because her dad, Bruce Willis, started moonlighting." And what was the name of the place he worked at? Blue, Blue Moon. Moon Detective Agency. Yeah. I was like, "Boom, you, good job, baby." <laughs> <laughs> I just followed up. And we also think too, and or I don't know if I told you, but I have the Google iHome. 
right? No. Oh, yeah, I got it as, as part of my conference. Thank you for being a, a, a manager at uh, your store. I got a Google Lie Home. Right. So at first, Miss Anti-AI over there you know, is so against it. We're not putting that up. No, no. So finally one day she put it up. And it is now her best fucking friend. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, probably because it hasn't it hasn't been a set any being and it doesn't have legs, so it can't walk across the room. Because if it does, it's getting an axe. I know that. <laughs> she she it's best friends, best friends. Like anytime she needs to know, she sits in bed, right? Mm. And she has her she loses her phone in the bed constantly, right? Uh-huh. Constantly, and it's not like. But you see the meme with the white cat just kind of roughing around. Like she'll she'll do that, and she get she doesn't have to do that anymore. You know why? Because she says this phrase: "Hey Google, find my phone." And the Google goes, "Oh, finding and the name of the galaxy." And next thing you know, her phone starts to ring, and she can find it nice and easy. Right. It is like her best friend of all time. She, you need you need to check a fact. Hey Google. Right. Like so. Like there's, you know, they have the video packaging. It's like, okay, well, the pa- the um, peacock is 176 pounds. Oh, and hey, Google, how much does Donny Osmond weigh? <laughs> oh, oh Donny Osmond weighs 176 uh, pounds. And she's like, booyah, it's Donny Osmond. <laughs> <laughs> how tall is Rumor Willis? His rumor is 5'2". 5'2". Like, <laughs> it is legitimately her best friend in the world. In the world. They're just inseparable. Let me tell you about my best friend. Hey, Google, where's my phone? Finding your phone. And then I'm like, really? You can't just dig under the covers? No. Why? When I have her. (laughs) (laughs) I'll never have to look for my phone ever again. (laughs) Like, okay. (laughs) But every once in a while, it does kind of freak out a little bit because we'll say something and, and maybe it's the cadence of, Hey Google. Yeah. Sometimes we'll say something and she'll be like, "I'm sorry, I can't answer that." And we're like, "Whoa, we weren't talking to you." <laughs> like, or every once in a while, I'll say thank you, and it must be in that bubble that it hears it and she goes, "You're very welcome." It's like, "Oh, oh okay." <laughs> but now she's determined to have one in the kitchen too. Like, bring because I get I have my dad gave me one because he didn't like it, and then yeah. I wanted to get one when I was at the conference. So I have two. One's just collecting dust, and the other one's in our room. And so she's like, you should bring one down in the kitchen. I'm like, why? So I could talk to it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We'll just put it on top of the refrigerator so Dad won't see it. uh, uh, All right. (laughs) Then the other day, she came over to work, and and we had to find something or know something. And she's like, we need to bring it here at work so you can have it set up. Yeah, okay. Just randomly go, hey, Google. (laughs) <laughs> on our network sure you know what else does that a phone no no not when you have you know i i home you know let me tell you about my best friend <laughs> so i'm waiting for the fact where she can actually play video games with it i was right she was playing a mickey game with it there's actually like hey let's play a game where it's like a mad libs type thing yeah well the uh uh, Alexa has that too. Yeah, but yeah, they all have that. But I mean, I don't want to say it's in front of Stacey, but sometimes the Google thing isn't that smart. <laughs> there is a moment where we That's like, I don't know that. You're yeah. like, really? <laughs> there is a moment. <laughs> you have no. the internet no. as, as your brain of information? Here's, what do you have? Alzheimer's now? Here's, here's how we know. 
we asked something about George Clooney, uh-huh. and she said that George Clooney was the star of Er. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. We go to our friend's house and we ask Alexa, and it was the star of ER. <laughs> so clearly, Google's a little lag. It should be ER, not uh, Er. So I'm like, oh. every once in a while, she'd be like, I don't know that. I'm sorry. And we go, Alexa would know it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Alexa would know it. She, you know? Because actually, he, there was, well, there's actually, was two ERs I think he was on. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, er and er too. There was there was a there was e slash r like forward slash r. It was like in the eighties, like the late eighties, I think uh, it was. It was wasn't it the same was the same show and they just changed the logo? No, no, completely really? different show. Yeah, huh. fascinating. Yeah, I'm gonna have to Google that now. Hey Google, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, outside of that, I mean, nothing really, nothing really super spectacular. Um, Fascinating is going on in my life. Okay. Uh, was there anything else happened there, sweetheart? Pitching it over to you. Oh, she wants to be left alone. She's she's she lost in switch. She doesn't want to be a part of the show. Yeah, but it's not that. She just you know she just doesn't G-O-R-G-E-O-R. want to be part of the show. G E O R. It's George G E O R. George Clooney, actor from Michael. That's that's the one you're going with, Michael Clayton. <laughs> that's that's, that's the, the one. one. Michael Clayton, how Ooh. dare you! All right, see all filmography. Oh. He's been in ninety-one things. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they put his shorts in the Nespresso, the Quest, yeah. Noble Knight George, <laughs> Nespresso coming home. <laughs> George, we got to beef up your IMDb. All right, go all ahead. Right. Uh, Hal Caesar, Money Monster, Nespresso, nothing changes. <laughs> he was in a very Merry Christmas. I have that Nespresso Epiphany, the Tomorrowland. <laughs> Nespresso, how far? He's been doing those commercials since 2014? Apparently. Wow. 2014, yeah. Sheesh. Gravity. No, I'm sorry, 2013, Nespresso, in the name of pleasure. <laughs> 2012, Nespresso, like a star. What, what's been going on with some him? Of, some of it was just a voiceover work. Like Some of it's like, yeah. you know, he wasn't actually. Uh, there was an Obama 2012 convention film. He was a short, he was a narrator. Here you go, 2011, Nespresso, the swap. Nespresso the cab driver. What? Okay, there's ER. Okay. Uh-huh. He was in 1994's TV series, 109 episodes. Uh, Nespresso the piano. Okay, I'm sorry. I get kind of annoyed. <laughs> uh, You're annoyed. Uh, Nespresso, George who? <laughs> 2007. <laughs> Nespresso, what else? Wow, George. This goes back. This goes. I fell down a yeah, rabbit hole. I think he owns the espresso. He does. He does. He does. It's not. I just find it funny that he's been doing these commercials or ads since 2006. Apparently, um, I don't see the other ER thing. I don't know. Maybe Three Kings, Murphy Brown, Thin Red Line, Batman and Robin, Bruce Wayne slash Batman. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't see. Baby Talk, Roseanne, Red Surf, Killer. He was in Return of the Killer. Uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes. He was in Hunter. He was in an episode of Murder. She wrote. <laughs> there he is. The Facts of Life. George Burnett. <laughs> Golden Girls. Law and Harry McGraw. Wow. I think I remember seeing that. This is when he was a kid. Hotel. There was a TV show called Throb. That sounds dirty. 
Oh, there it is. Right there. Holy crap. E slash R. He was ace in eight episodes. That looks like, wow, in 1984. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Do- <laughs> Dr. Uh, Scheinfeld. Scheinfeld. Hoof. Hello. Freshly divorced, becomes a physician on call at the emergency room of a Chicago hospital where he soon locks horn with the vivacious Dr. Eve Sheridan and attracts the puppy love of pediatrics nurse Corey. Situational humor mixes with tense medical crisis. Because that's always fun. No wonder why it only lasted four episodes. <laughs> the only problem is there's no humor in that. Yeah, really. They added a laugh track. <laughs> Oof. All right. Wow. That's that's interesting. Uh, wow. Well, I learned something today, Ed. There you go. You know what else I'd like, I'd like to learn? Yeah. What's coming out in video and DVD? <laughs> Uh, a Star is Born is coming out this Tuesday. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that reminds me. I have to do some shopping. Sorry. <laughs> uh, the director, co-writer Bradley Cooper plays the present-day musician, of course, blah, 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 and Lady Gaga's in it. So Yeah, it's the remake of the remake? <laughs> yes. Because it's, like I think, the third or fourth time out. I think it's the fourth time, as a matter of fact. Those for you um, from our era, it was the um, Chris Christopherson, um, Barbara Streisand. Joint. That's right, yeah. You know? Um, I wonder if they make a cameo. No, it's a theory. Right, it's the third time. I think it's Streisand and it was Chris Christopherson. And then there was like a 30s version of oh, it. Oh, yeah, okay. Like way yeah. back. Well, all right. So, uh, all right. That's good to know. What else? Uh, Overlord is coming out. I don't know why. But they saw this everywhere, so I figured I'd, I'd add it to the list. But the only hours until D-Day, a team of American paratroopers drop into Nazi-occupied France to carry out a mission that's critical to the invasion's success. Task with destroying the radio oh. transmitter atop a. F- oh no no no! Okay, I I know what you're talking, and I know why it's on your list. Okay, J.J. Abrams apparently was a producer. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there we go. Uh, the new Robin Hood is coming out. The one with uh, Ooh, that Tar- was... Taron Egerton and um, Jamie Fox. Wow, that you blinked and you missed it. I guess. Yeah. Well, now, you, now you don't have to anymore. You know? <laughs> now now you'll see it at a video store near you. Tuesday. And in three months, the bargain bin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first time on Blu-ray, uh, Backbeat. This is a uh, sh- movie from, I think, 94 it was. Uh, it's about uh, the uh, Beatles and uh, their, their early years oh, in Germany okay. uh, playing um, uh, uh, against uh, 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 Tony Sheridan as, as a backup band and how they started and all that oh, kind of okay. stuff. All right. So it was, it's, I, I liked the movie. It was a good movie. It Especially actually, if you're a Beatles fan. And have you seen the trailer for the movie called Yesterday, I think it's called? Yeah. Where the guy wakes uh, up and no one knows. But I'm kind of interested in it just because I like those kind of alternate reality movies. All right. Yeah. I didn't say I was going to go see it in theaters. I just said I wanted to see it. <laughs> I'll wait for Netflix. Maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll, I'll. I'll wait for it. Hulu. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm like yeah, I don't know. Anyway, all right. Uh, Young Blood special edition is coming out this Tuesday as the well. Young Blood with uh, Rob Lowe. That's the one. Oh, special edition. It's special edition. Fuck. <laughs> I love that. It, uh, one of my favorite hockey movies. Not many hockey movies. I guess whenever there's a hockey movie, one's become my favorite. <laughs> like Goon is good. Young Blood's good. It's got you know Ke- uh, Keanu Reeves is in it. Patrick Swayze's in it. Yeah. God, it's a good movie. Yeah. Shit, I might have to go get that. All right, what else? Another one. Believe it or not, first time on Blu-ray. Yeah. Barbed wire. Really? Yes. I I, I let it look it up. I'm that like, is I'm like, really. I thought it was on Blu-ray already, but apparently not. Huh? So, good for her. And she made it. To right, I, you know what? I gotta be honest. Guilty pleasure. 
It's a guilty pleasure movie for me. I have it on TV. I, I so. think I have it on. I think I might have it on DVD as well. Or I know what I think I had it on Laserdisc. Oh, whoa! <laughs> 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 Go to the Wayback Machine for that one. Yeah, because I was like, no, I'm not getting DVDs. A Laserdisc is where it's at. Sure, I gotta flip it over, but I don't care. Look at that. <laughs> sure, I gotta flip this big disc over. <laughs> but look at that clarity, that sound, and that video. It's the best in audio and video. Yeah, but you know what? Okay, halfway through the movie, I got to eject it and flip it over like a record and pop it back in because I couldn't afford the fancy, you know, flip it itself kind of thing. So, you know, every once in a while, I watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sit back down. I'm like, ooh. But I'm telling you, when those dinosaur, when, when that Tyrannosaurus Rex roars in Jurassic Park, man, the wall shook in my house, in my apartment at the time. We had that big TV. I had the big TV. That time. Uh-huh. It was very rare to have one, like to see like that size TV in somebody, especially your tiny apartment at the time. I didn't care. I was like, fuck it, I'm with the big ass TV. I'm still mesmerized how they got that up those stairs. Cause it was fucking difficult. I'll tell you that much. Oh. And it was one of those big box TVs. Oof. And then, and then, uh, I had the special edition Star Tra- Star Wars, uh, the 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 ones where he went back and with the dancing yeah. and the sock puppets and all that. <sighs> <laughs> it was the first stuff where I fell in love with audio commentaries because there was like um, Clerks and Mallrats had like a video commentary, audio commentary. Mm-hmm. It was it was great. They didn't have those on DVDs because it was like DVDs and Blu-rays came along and I was like. Fuck. What? What's wrong? Oh, wait. I think you need to... I think... Somebody it, needs it, to jiggle the handle. Got to go jiggle the handle. <laughs> <laughs> just flip the, flip the handle back just up. Just go. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Just flip it back up. It'll, it'll stop after that. <laughs> uh, these are... These next ones are, are the same. Uh-huh. Um, apparently, they're like old retro VHS tapes that they're putting on the Blu-ray. Okay. So, there's a thing. So, Legend of Billie Jean... Okay. Um, uh, what was her name? Uh, it's uh, Helen Slater. Yeah, Helen Slater, and it's that was her big movie, Neighbors, which wasn't the Neighbors that you're thinking of. Is that the John Belushi? No, yeah, it's the John Belushi. It's one. a John. Okay, it's John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Okay, it was like an '80s movie. No, yes. not the Neighbors, not the Seth Rogen. No, movie. no, no, no. no. Yeah. Uh, Sheena. Uh, really? Yeah. She, really? With Tanya Roberts? Mm-hmm. Look at me, no, I'm pulling out. I had such a fucking crush on her. <laughs> she was so sexy. Yeah, big surprise there. She's <laughs> sexy. Jungle girl. <laughs> <laughs> Gee. Yeah. Yeah. Sean had a big crush on another A-list celebrity of the time. <laughs> Gee, that's a shocker. Gee, look at me. Uh, really, you know, Put short, that in print, kids. Uh, tugging my way through the 80s when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me push that pause button. Click. Oh, that's great. Right. Uh, and songwriter. No, no, that one. Neither one. <laughs> we hit the pause on the VHS tape, and then but uh, Chris Christopherson is Willie Nelson. Oh, uh, or no, no, it was Willie Nelson and Chris Christopherson. Okay, so, so. <laughs> Chris Christopherson as Willie Nelson. <laughs> I want to see that movie. <laughs> And then uh, finally, Doctor Who Resolution. This is like their yearly uh, Christmas show. Gotcha. But actually, they made it a New Year's show for the new Doctor. Oh, okay. Because so. it's just, you know, take all the rules and throw it out the window. That's all right. right. Gotcha. Whatever. All right. So that's all the movies. Have and... you watched any of that new Doctor Who? Yes, I have. I have five episodes left. That's including the... the okay. Uh, 
All right, you do not sound, you sound very generic, very like, yes, I will confirm, I can confirm that I have watched the episode, would you like to give your opinion on it? I have seen the episode, Sean, I'd rather not pick up. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Wow, you know, that makes you a woman hater. No, it makes me a a bad writer hater. Because it has nothing to do with her, I think she does a fine job as a doctor, I have no problems with her being a doctor, it's the, the script. It's the script, just because it's like. I heard they dumb it. They dumbed it down a lot. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Oh, we just found out a well, folks. <laughs> Welcome to the rabbit hole. <laughs> dumbing it down is is not giving it justice to really? what it is. They they hit you in the head because it's like they had a Rosa Parks episode where you know they took the whole the whole situation. Of, which, right, you know, I saw the, that episode so, actually. It was the one the only one I saw because my dad was watching it and I saw them. On a bus, and they had to make sure that Rosa Parks sat on that seat at that time. For the white people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it was like, why? Because there was an alien race that was trying to prevent that so they could rewrite history to make history weaker and, and, and you know, and <laughs> change it. It's like, you know, so bringing racism still to the forefront that, you know, that, that it was, you know, like now today. Oh, okay. But it was like, but episode after episode was like that. It was like, it was just so, there was no nothing subtle about it at all. Like Doctor Who kind of like, they skimmed around things and you go, hey, this kind of reminds me of what's going on in this time right. frame. You know, so you, you got to get that idea like Star Trek used to do. Right. With a lot of things. But this, 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 they're like, no, we're, we're not even, we're not, yeah. we're not really subtle about it. <laughs> Bam! There you go. We're going to talk about racism. Bam! We're going to talk about hatred. Bam! We're going to do this. And you're like, ow, stop. It hurts. I don't want to watch this anymore. <sighs> All right. I feel like I'm contractually obligated to watch five more episodes. Because my wife's like, I'm like, she's like, I'm not watching anymore. I'm like, there's only five left. She's like, All right. We'll finish this season and that's it. And I'm like, <laughs> All right. Because I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to say I watched a few episodes. And it was terrible because I'm like, one day it's going to be good. And right. I'm like, I'm thinking within the next last five episodes, I don't think so. Uh, that sucks. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Ed. I gave up after uh, Matt Smith. I, I kind of still want to see the Peter Capaldi ones, but I, it just never got around. Good to luck. <laughs> Actually, Peter, compared to this one, Peter Capaldi was, was great. <laughs> Wow, and, I, and that wasn't that was his trip writing. You that made, was Peter Capaldi. You didn't like that scene like that guy at all. No, because wow. they made him a prick. They made, made him. They made him a super prick, and he just went along they with made it. Him all so surly. He, he's kind of like a like a sober uh, Rick. Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm Doctor Who, or Morty. Listen, Morty, I'm. I have the TARDIS. We're gonna go back in time because uh, yeah, it's bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Uh, uh, yeah, that's because your, your small, tiny brain will, uh, will not be able to compute exactly what the TARDIS means. It's uh, time. It's something smart. And you can't figure it out. Oh, you're so smart, Rick. Thanks. Yeah, Morty. You know, let's get in. Let's go on. Go around. Let's... Where are we going to today, Morty? <laughs> oh, to you, Rick. To you, Rick. <laughs> I wish my balls would drop. You know, Morty, uh, whatever. What, what else is coming out? <laughs> Let's move on to video games. All right. That was my Rick. <laughs> Thank you very much. Not bad. Not Thank bad. you. Thank you very I've much. i worse. <laughs> uh, we have V-Rally 4 by Maximum Family Games for Ooh. the Switch. Oh. That's coming out Tuesday. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Death and Request by Idea Factory International for the PS4 coming out Tuesday. All right. Uh, then we have Stein's Gate Elite by Spike. Somebody's, oh my God, these somebody's. 
because there's like pauses. I'm like, why are you pausing? What, if, <laughs> what is this thing a pause for? It's stupid. Steins, I'm just going to read through. Right. Steinsgate Elite by Spike Chunsoft. Chunsoft. Sorry, Chunsoft for the PS4 and Switch, and that's coming out Tuesday. All right. And that's it. That oh, is- nope, there's not. There's one more. There's one more? There's one more. It comes out actually Friday. It's probably why it's not on your list. Anthem comes out the 22nd of uh, February. Yeah, I'm missing a page, actually. You know what? Here's Okay, well, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I, I can... Oh, no, right. It's right here. Oh, okay. I do have Anthem. Anthem is right here. And, oh, I'm sorry. There's the, I, I missed it completely. I don't know why. I just, just skipped over it. <laughs> Anthem by Electronic Arts for Friday for the PS4 and Xbox. Yeah, there's a couple of weird little things. Right now, if you have a PC, you can get the copy now. Mm-hmm. If you have um, an Xbox, you can pl- start playing it 10 hours before everybody else does. 10 hours? Yeah, it's like a Game Pass thing. And then, of course, if you have a PS4, that's when you get it on the 22nd, like everybody else. Unless you pre-order for GameStop, then doing a 9 o'clock release in certain places. Or maybe a midnight. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, um, I'll be getting it, so I will have a review on it. I can tell you right now, it's kind of like, I think I said it before on the mm-hmm. show, it is Mass Effect meets Destiny meets Iron Man. Yes. You know, so I will tell you how exactly it plays next show, Ed. Oh, a little teaser there. Because I, I, I purchased it. Um, so that means you're not coming over Thursday, then? I'm not coming over Thursday, but not because of that, because of other other, other commitments, Ed. Oh. Uh, I apologize. I think I'm... Maybe. I'm not sure. She's looking at me funny. Next Thursday. Uh, I'm not sure. I think so. <laughs> and then maybe it's the Thursday after that. The 27th. The 28th. I don't no, know. No, no, this, oh, yeah. this Thursday's the 21st. Yeah. No, no, I'm probably going to pick mine up Friday. I'm not picking mine up until Thursday, so I'll probably be over. <laughs> Are you sure now? I'm not really sure. Sure. Like, I feel like the show is not the proper way to talk. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I guess I should be over. I thought it would just be a quick little yes or no, but apparently not. I should be over. Sometimes I forget dates. <laughs> Sometimes he doesn't know where he is. So, We're doing a show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> a week off. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything I need to everything I need to know is happening not this week but next week, and because it's all not now, now, not now, then, <laughs> now, and I feel like well, then that'll be then soon. <laughs> right? So, so I, I'm like, I have all this stuff going on the following week, so that I feel like I'm this week is not going to be at all interesting. <laughs> like, just, I'll be like, I'm too busy focusing on next Wednesday. What are you doing this Wednesday? I don't know. Next Wednesday is more important. <laughs> like, 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 I have an inventory I got to do on the 27th, but then I got a doctor's appointment on the 28th. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, you know, and and there's, she needs the car for a couple of those days. And it's like, all right. Here, you know? here's, here, let me show you something. It's called a smartphone, right? I think you have one of these. I do. And then, you know what they all have? They have a calendar option. I, I, I know. And then what you could do is you put your information of what's coming up and you know, all your events. He, you know what? I did that. I did that recently. You know what I put it down for? What? My manager's conference. <laughs> I, found out, I found out the dates for it. It's like the end of August. And I'm like, <laughs> I should put that in my calendar. <laughs> like, just as a future reference. When's your dies point? Pff, fuck if I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I know where that conference is in August. It's the end of August. Because I'm going to Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee in August? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the birthplace of music. <laughs> Tennessee, I think it's Nashville. All right. She thinks it's Memphis. I think it's Nashville. 
Either way, I'm going someplace with Tennessee. The only two places things are known for in Tennessee. <laughs> it's either, hey, are you going to Pe- you're either going to Pittsburgh or you're Pennsylvania or Philadelphia. No one goes to Erie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least Texas has got Dallas. It's got Austin. It's got, well, of course, Galveston because it's, you know. But, I mean, as people know Dallas, it's Dallas. Next nose test, it's Dallas. Austin. Uh, Arizona, you have Phoenix. Um, yeah, everyone knows one town. Sometimes two. Sometimes two. Sometimes two. Well known. I think I think I'm going to. It's either it's either Nashville or it's or it's Memphis. I don't know which one. And the audience says, "I don't care." Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> You'll find out. Keep keep posting when I come back. Like Edge, you understand? I was in Tennessee. You know how many, you know how many times I went? Hey, you must be from Tennessee because you're the ten I see. <laughs> 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 this is this is great because when she's not here, you can call these jokes. She has no clue, but then she's here. She's like, "Oh, like, you're oh, gonna what? you're gonna get that one later." <laughs> you see these ten knuckles right across that face. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, we'll go to Graceland. There you go. Maybe. Oh, Larry, Larry Marsh. Um. So, anything else, Ed? No, right. that is it. All right, so then let me bring the news, bring the noise, bring the funk. All right, let me see. I got a couple things. Uh, a couple things I found interesting. Do you like rumors, Ed? I love rumors. Okay, what's the first rule of the internet? Post it and say fuck it. No, <laughs> don't believe everything you see on the internet. <laughs> oh, right. Do you know what the second rule is? No. Don't believe everything you see on the internet. <laughs> Is there a third rule? Yeah, do not believe everything you read on the internet. (laughs) However, I'm going to throw some gasoline on fire. All right. PlayStation 5 may be completely backwards compatible. (laughs) Every once in a while I see articles about the PlayStation 5, and there's still rumors and grumblings about it. And I'm like, until I see a working prototype, I ain't buying it. You can show me as much video as you want about what it could possibly look like. But until I see some guy going... This is it, and this is what it'll do. Oh, when's it coming out? Somewhere in 2020, they're saying. Is it really? Come on. You know. <laughs> However, the eagerly anticipated PlayStation 5 may not have a release date yet, but it might just be able to offer backwards compatibility on any game ever made for the Sony PlayStation. That's bullshit. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Eagle-eyed gaming fans have spotted a new patent filed in Japan by the quote-unquote lead architect of the PS4 chips, which would allow part of the new system's processors to act as a processor for all previously released PS games, meaning they could run straight off the straight off the bat. Clever, eh? Uh, huh? Uh, 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 um, okay, well, basically, the new processor would essentially pretend to be the same processor that was used on the older systems. Um, this is from DreamTeamFC.com that reported that. Um, according to Gear Nuke, summary of the patent reads, and then it's mumbo jumbo, mumbo, you know, legal terms. Yeah. Um, let's see. Basically, it means that old games could potentially be rendered to work on newer console models. Of course, there's no guarantee. The patent is for the PS5. Now, now. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you this now because they're not making money off it, so they're not doing it. They're, they're they could have done that for the PS4, did they? No. Why? Because they could they they they've released them as individual games on their <laughs> PlayStation <laughs> Network for a nice hefty fee of twenty dollars. Right. Why why buy it when you can play? Just 
charge get charged for the PlayStation Now app. All you right. know, you pay fifteen bucks a month and you get to stream all their games. All right. You know. So it's like it's just it's baloney. It's what it is. It's just. Uh, Oh, so anyway, the PS5, uh, Sony has previously says it's unlikely it'll be released before 2021. Speaking to the Wall Street Journal last year, Sony's John Codera said the console wouldn't be on sale with, with wouldn't, wouldn't be on sale within the next three years, adding that the team would be using the time to prepare the next step to crouch down so that we can jump higher in the future. <laughs> wow! Did you what? Read, did you read that from a fortune cookie? <laughs> <laughs> we will we will crouch down so we can jump higher in the future. <laughs> what he he probably thought this be, he probably thought this interview all morning uh-huh. before he got into it, and that was like his best like <laughs> he's, it's like you know brushisty. If we crouch, it's about crouching and, and no. See, you're giving him too much credit. I was thinking he was like thinking he copped in an Uber and it's like a, a recall. You saw it as a bumper sticker on another car. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's genius. And then we being asked, he's like, no, but you know what? Uh, I don't really have the answers, and I can't say well, we don't know yet. So I'm gonna say, oh well, we're gonna we, we crouch down so we can jump higher in the future. <laughs> no one knows what that means, dude. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All right, so there you go. It's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, uh, maybe they'll hint something at E3. Maybe. Uh, they're not going, um, Sony's not going to E3. Really? Yeah. They, again, I think it's like the second the second big thing that they, not backed out, but they said they weren't going to show up for. And the reason why they said they're not going to show up for it is like, um, I, I I saw it as an article, and it was did I did I no I didn't I didn't I, was, <laughs> I didn't think it was super super interesting because it was more of the you thought Sony not going to E three this year was not <laughs> because I'm like to me their their reason for it was E three is not what it used to be it was before it used to be it used to be a um um an expo where people would get together and talk about what's coming out in the future now it's all smoke and mirrors it's all what's the latest game coming out not anything it's not enough meat for them mm. and it's all fluff no substance that's how the article read mm. so like you know, we don't we don't we're not really going to participate anymore we don't we got nothing to announce it's like we don't have a new system we're not doing you know I mean we'll announce games when they come out like we always do until then, there's nothing else. But I think they also have their own like little expo. They might be saving for that. So of course, Microsoft's all over. going, no, we we're totally looking for D three. It's E three. Another one E three. It's gonna be E yeah. two now, right? How uh, how was? I don't that, think uh, the, does Nintendo doesn't even participate anymore. I don't think so. It's like all vendors, and it's like you know how like uh, Comic Con used to be about comic books, and now it's about the people who show up. Yeah, it's kind of like that now for E three. And the electronic expo exposition or ex- exhibition expo, whatever it's called, you know, um, I, I mean, I, of course Microsoft's going to show up because that crackdown three I heard sucks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> people been waiting for that game for so long, and it's they're saying it's mediocre. It's exactly like all the other crackdown, except. Hey, That's Terry three after it. Except Terry Crews is in it, and he's awesome. And you have this opportunity to pick all these different characters, but everyone picks Terry Crews because it's Terry fucking Crews. <laughs> it's like, why have other people in it when everyone wants the guy? <laughs> it's like playing a kung fu game, and you and you everybody picks Bruce Lee, right? Like, oh, big shocker! <laughs> like, hey, we're gonna have a fighting game. We're gonna have Bruce Lee in it, but you can play twenty other people. People, well, do we want to? No, because he comes with nunchucks. 
It's Bruce Lee. Why bother? <laughs> I don't need... Here, here's Steve from accounting. He's in the game, too. Steve from accounting. <laughs> Shaggy! Um, <laughs> all right, so... Um, Shaggy! <laughs> all right, see, I'm looking here. Um, did we talk about Avengers 4 reportedly considering an intermission due to length? <laughs> I don't think we. I don't think we did it on the air. I don't think we talked about uh, okay. that. Okay. Um, all right. There's. I, I was. I was grabbing stuff. Grabbing stuff. Um, uh, Disney will continue the business of the R-rated Deadpool movies. Yes. All right. We did talk about that one. Uh, new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film coming to Netflix. Yeah, we talked about that. Marv. Um, Marvel's Loki TV series is official. We talked about that last week too. All right. Avengers four reporting considering intermission. I gotta start deleting some of these. Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> she bringing the same thing. Uh, Marvel's Kevin Feige to oversee X Men. We'll this, look for this, new. This this <laughs> this is starting to remind me of Groundhog's Day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well here's one. You start off with the start off the show with your earphones problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well here's something new. Four Marvel series announced at Hulu, including Howard the Duck. All right, Howard. It's an animated TV. Show brought to you by Kevin Smith, apparently. Really? Yeah, he was a uh, big, big, big into it. Um, help brings it to the uh, the, sc- the small screen. Um, there's going to be Marvel's Modok centers around an egomaniac supervillain with a really big head and a really tiny body who struggles to maintain control of his evil organization with and his demanding family. Writers Jordan Blum and Patton Oswalt will also executive produce along with Jeff Loeb. <laughs> Oh, oh. Pat Oswalt is doing the voice. Speaking of this, uh, Marvel's <laughs> Hit Monkey. It tells the tale of a wronged Japanese snow monkey mentored by the ghost of an American assassin as he cuts a wide swath through the Tokyo underworld in his darkly cinematic and brutally funny, funny revenge saga. Writers Josh Gordon and Will Speck will executive produce along with Jeff Loeb. Marvel's Tigra and Dazzler show. It's a story about two woke superheroes and best friends, Tiger and Dazzler, as they fight for recognition among the powered people who make up 8 million stories in Los Angeles. With Erica Riven... Oh, and Chelsea Handler. Oof. Oof. I'm not staying away from that show. Um, Marvel's Howard the Duck is trapped in a world he never made, but America's favorite fighting foul hopes to return home with the help of his unstoppable gal pal, Beverly, before the doctor... The evil Dr. Bong... Can turn him, can turn him the crispiest dish on the menu. Writer Kevin Smith and Dave Wills will also executive produce along with Jeff Loeb's. And Marvel's The Offenders, in a story in which nobody asked them to do, and we better off they didn't. But Modok, Dazzler, Tiger, Hitmonkey, and Howard Duck are all forced to team up in order to save the world and certain parts of the universe. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, that's, what? That's the other one. <laughs> the offenders, see? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, I, no. I'm like, I'm like they, Marvel thinks like now they can't do no wrong. <laughs> so gonna, let's pull the worst crap and let's get some of the, like, not all of them. <laughs> I'm not going to pick anybody in particular, but I think you know who Sh- I'm thinking uh, Chelsea of. Handler? <laughs> I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> Oof. I was thinking Kevin Smith. No. <laughs> no I'm just Hush kidding. your mouth. <laughs> I'm just joking. But it was just like, wow, like, really? Like, like, somebody thought this was a good idea and, like, let's green light this? What's it for? Well, the Netflix? Uh, no, Hulu. Hulu. Because apparently who, Disney and Hulu are kind of in bed together. Because <laughs> they own a share about it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like Disney is. 
the mouse owns part of Hulu. So, so it's like, let's put the crap on Hulu right. while our Disney Plus shit will put the best. Nothing but the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what we're going to throw this? We're gonna, you know, people who don't want to. F- we're going to do what we're going to do is we're going to wet their beak, right? <laughs> oh, With a Howard the Duck show. And people are going to like it. And then they're going to be like, I need more of this. Oh, you like that? Why don't you come over to Disney Plus? <laughs> we pay 15 bucks a month and you get to see everything. <laughs> New Star Wars programs. Or she go, you think that's, you think this is garbage? Come to Disney Plus. You'll see some great stuff. We'll give it to you for a little, like, 10 bucks. We'll throw yeah. you a little something your way. And, you know, we'll give you some Mandalorian. We'll give you some Clone Wars. <laughs> we'll give you some Caspian. Then we'll get you some, uh, you know, the, the, the Loki and all that. Got You'll love it. You like you like that Loki character, right? Guess what? Coming to TV. Oh, Disney Plus. <laughs> you like that vi- Vision and that Scarlet Witch, huh? Do you? Huh? Well, we got them, too. TV, Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> this one I thought was interesting. Um, McFarland Toys lands a DC uh, license. Does they? Yeah. Um, apparently, McFarland and DC have partnered to produce a line of action figures based on DC comic characters, according to IGN. The partnership announced at this week's Toy Fair 2019 will produce li- um, McFarland Toys will produce a line of six inch to twelve inch action figures. In the McFarland highly articulated collector style, the licensing agreement is reportedly a three-year contract. No specific planned characters or collectibles for the line have been reported yet, though. So we don't know who what superheroes we're getting. We might not get the Batman, Superman. I'm, uh, I think Wonder Woman no, trilogy. You'll probably get. I guarantee. Uh, it's McFarland, so I, I'm sure he'll get his hands on. You know, you'll see the stylized Superman. I think he'll get a chance to touch them all. You know, <laughs> I'm sure there'll be. <laughs> My hand goes on every toy. Um, <laughs> Inappropriately. <laughs> oh, wait, I get to know my figures biblically. <laughs> what do you see when I spawn now? <laughs> I'm sure they'll be like, hey, here's a Batman spawn crossover. Like, you know, the diorama. Or there's a, hey, Wonder Woman versus spawn. Or, you know. Did you say diorama? That's a diorama. <laughs> what are you, in seventh grade? Yes, I am. And he's going to make it with cardboard cutouts and paper mache <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna put make it 3d puts a sponge behind it so he can glue it on the box the shoe That's the right. nike shoe box. <laughs> <sighs> puts a little pinhole so he looks like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um okay well um you didn't play mass effect andromeda though did you no i did not okay well bioware has come out and said they're definitely not done with mass effect of course you know, um, I think they have to go back to the Our wall. money, yeah, it's not, not enough. We need to make more. Well, the last one sucks so bad. We got to correct it, please. Um, it says they're not done with Mass Effect or Dragon Age. According to Polygon, who sat down with the team at Bioware, Mass Effect is very much alive. Bioware General Manager Casey Hudson said, "In my mind, it's very. In my mind, it's very much alive. I'm thinking all the time about things I that I think would be great. It's just a matter of getting back to it as soon as we can." <laughs> uh, Mark DeRath, the executive producer on Anthem and Dragon Age, went to, into further detail on what a new Mass Effect might look like. We're definitely not done with Mass Effect. There's a lot of stories to be told. We could pull on the threads we'd be down. Uh, we put down with Mass Effect Andromeda. We could pull on threads from Mass Effect Three. There's a lot of interesting space to be explored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
if you eh, say so. I mean, if you like, uh, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I like the Mass Effects. I think the first three are are classic. I yeah. think that they they helped define an era of gaming at that time. Mass Effect, not so much, but I, I, I enjoyed it. But I wasn't really like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Mm. You know, I'm looking forward to Anthem. I'll tell you how that <laughs> is next week. Eh? <laughs> um, since Hulu's still in bed with Marvel and all that stuff, they actually said that they're open to reviving canceled Marvel Netflix series. The, the Disney readies as Disney readies its own streaming service, Disney Plus. Netflix has always canceled over half of Marvel Marvel's Defender shows. Uh, while man, many fans initially hoped that those shows could find a second life on Disney Plus, that seems unlikely, especially since Marvel Studios has plans to begin expanding its brand on the smaller screens, which shows such as Loki and The Vision and Scarlet Witch. But don't worry, Ed. <coughs> Excuse me. It doesn't mean that all hope is lost, though. Since a new contender, Hulu has stepped into the picture as potential savior for those Marvel shows. Who's writing this article? It's uh, comicbookresources, I think, dot com. What, do they make shit up? I mean, no, no seriously, well, cause, cause you, because <laughs> Disney canceled. Disney pulled the, the Netflix. Not like Netflix goes, fuck this, we're canceling our, we're canceling popular shows. Like, we don't need them. You know, Disney's like, you're done. You're out. Fuck you. T- give me my shoes. Oh, we, 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 I said shows. It's a bad accent. And he, they took the shows and then they go, you know, Netflix is like, oh, we canceled them. Yeah. That's what we're going to tell the people. We canceled those shows. Like, yeah, you tell them that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, good. Whatever. It's a, yeah. 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 It's not, it's not you as us. <laughs> yeah. You tell them that. You tell them that. Sure. And then, and then of course, Disney's going, you know what? We could have, we could have, you know, we could have done something with, hey, you know what? We got that Hulu. We got that share now. Let's put them there. You know? <laughs> Well, during the Hulu's and presence. Hulu's going to be the savior, you know? And, that, and that's the thing. Because Hulu's like, I don't know, guys. That sounds a little controversial for our channel. I don't I don't think we could do that. But you see, don't see the big picture here, kid. <laughs> Got to see the big picture. Uh, I just I see a picture of somebody with his arm around going, <laughs> subscribers. Subscribers everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Your audience will double like that. According to um, a Hulu presentation at the Television Critics Association, Craig Erwich, who serves as senior VP of originals for Hulu, seemed open to the possibility of reviving shows such as Daredevil. I'm like, buddy. I'm, I'm open. It. Yeah, I'm sure, sure. Buddy? However, like <laughs> however it doesn't, it's worth no- noting, it doesn't necessarily mean anything is going to happen yet. Still, Disney's take on the streaming giant is set to grow to an astounding 60%. After the merger with 20, 21st Century Fox this year, and, <laughs> and Hulu may end up being the home for Marvel and Disney's adult-oriented content. So Disney's going to own 60% once that merger's fin- finalized. This year. Wow. I think this month. <laughs> this, this year, it's 60%. 2020, it's going to be about 85. In 2020, we're changing our name to Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Disney Hulu+. Plus. Not even that. But first, it'll be like. And then 2021, Disney Plus. <laughs> I'd be surprised if Disney Plus was at the end of this year. I'd be surprised if Hulu disappears by, yeah, 2020, January 1st. <laughs> what was that? Hulu. <laughs> Welcome to Disney Plus. We have all the shit. <laughs> shit, we don't even what we got. Uh, you know, we have those other TV shows that no one really cared about. We've got them too. <laughs> um, according to Erwich. 
Hulu and Marvel will continue to work together, and he said that their working relationship has thus far proven to be more than good for both parties. Marvel has a ton of titles we'd be interested in. <laughs> it kind of just depends on if they're ready and who, most importantly, is going to be behind these things. I'm hoping it's me. Who I, still, I still hope I have a job. I have I to have, yeah, I'm going to take a big pile of money, just throw it in the bed and roll around in it. <laughs> As of now, The Defenders, Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage are the only Marvel shows on Netflix to be canceled. However, that's not expected that The Punisher and Jessica Jones will be renewed either. While it remains to see if these shows will find a new home with Hulu, the streaming service will carry four new adult animated series from Marvel, including Howard the Duck. We just talked about that. Yeah. Um, also, Hulu's original series, The Runaways, expect to return for a third season. So, there you go. There you go. Ed. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, you ain't putting no wool over our eyes. We know. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Let's talk Suicide Squad, Abe. Should we? I mean, we're going to. Because <laughs> right. uh, I know how you you did not really seem warm to Jared Leto's Joker. No, I hated Jared Leto's Joker. I'm not even. I'm not even. <laughs> I'm not hiding anymore. I hate that fucker. <laughs> I hate that fucker. Worst Joker ever. I'm like. I'm actually warming up to Joaquin Phoenix's really? Joker a little bit. <laughs> I, I really. I, I'm. I'm a little excited to see this movie. I have to say, because after Aquaman, I'm kicking. Wow, like like they they made that piece of shit. <laughs> it's somewhat interesting. And I was like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, let's. You know, I'm gonna give this dude Joker what a try. Like, <laughs> you're gonna walk out. Nope. <laughs> they had one shot and they blew it. <laughs> so all he needs one shot. They got. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm kind of coming around. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I don't see a flash of Green Lantern future at all because like, yeah. there's no Flash movies gone. Uh, uh, ben Affleck stepped down. Uh, I have a reason too, by the way. Do you? Yeah, it's in my news articles. Okay, all right. But we'll get to that. Uh, uh, and the then, first, Jared Leto's Joker. Jared Leto's Joker. Ah, I hated him. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um. Well, they've got an update. These guys who are geekytyrant.com. Uh, um. This was four days ago because I always have a, a a PS at the end of this one. Uh, We've got an update to share with you in regards to some of the DC film projects that involve Jared Leto's Joker and Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. According to Forbes, because you know they know entertainment, Jared Leto's standalone Joker film and the Joker versus Harley Quinn have both been scrapped by Warner Brothers. And the future of Robbie's Harley Quinn all hinges on the success of Birds of Prey. If it's a hit, then I'm sure we'll see her again. If it bombs, then you'll know what'll happen. Her wings will be plucked. Also, don't expect to see Harry Harley show up in James Gunn, The Suicide Squad. Uh, there were a few reports out there saying that we could see a f- few familiar faces from the first Suicide Squad movie's return, but that's not the case. The movie will be a complete overhaul of the franchise and will no way tie into the first film. Really? Uh, yeah. A report also addressed a rumor about Gotham City Sirens and Birds of Prey crossing over for a Gotham City Siren versus Birds of Prey movie, saying those rumors are all false. Warner Brothers seems to be taking these DC movies one film at a time, and they don't want the fillers slayed up with sequels or spin-offs until the characters prove themselves at the box office. Now, <laughs> there was a there was a follow-up that I saw that James Gunn never said that he wasn't going to include Harley, but he also didn't have any plans for it either. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, what do you think, Ed? Well, you know, I mean, 
James Gunn's got a, you know, the last, I mean, especially the car. That's the thing, though. I mean, that's what makes this tough because it's like James Dunn did a really great job for the first two Guardians of the Galaxies. I, I really believe that. I liked his video games, Lollipop Chainsaw. Like, there's a lot of good things. Right. But it was good material that he, not, I'm, no, you know what? I, I can't say that either because I don't think Guardians was really that great of material. <laughs> but I know fans out there will yell at me for that, but I don't really care. Contact me at edwardswithgeeks.com and I'll, I'll let you know why. Um, but anyway, uh, so like to me, this is like now you got you getting Suicide Squad, and I'm like, well, I don't, I'm not a, a huge fan of Suicide Squad. Like, I don't know much about it, so I don't like right. like know the characters that well. Like, to me, like that first Suicide Squad movie was like pretty much the the who's who's of who cares right. of the to, to use for this. And I'm like, all right, you know. And of course, it was a bad plot. But then I'm like, well, now he's going to retool everything, so he's not going to use a lot of the, some of the characters that were in that. And I'm like, well, where are they going to go with this? Like, like, can he pull it off? And I'm like, well, you know what? He made surprises, so he could do this. But I'm like, I mean, if it's Suicide Squad, so you can get a whole new team. I mean, as long as they keep what's her face as a man, man of Waller, I'm I'm all in because I thought she was great, Viola Davis. She yeah. rocked it. She killed it as as what I in my head saw Amanda Waller as. Yeah, you know. Um, so if they keep her, great. But she could decide to go, you know, the other team's on a mission. I'm going to get the B team, so to speak. <laughs> the better team. You know, I mean, let's face it. The Guardians of the Galaxy movies were the the B team anyway. Or the C team, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so maybe he can get, like... But that's the thing, though. I mean, like, I think with, with him, it was the killer soundtrack that really kind of brought people in. And then, well, like... It's, it's kind of writer he is. He puts those beats in. So who knows? Yeah, he could... I say he could do it again. But, I mean, it's like, you know, Josh Whedon couldn't see Justice League. Yeah, but it's hard to save a movie when it's already been filmed. Yeah. You know, it's hard to... Like, you're... like. My tone is different than your tone. So if you were to make a movie and then they go, hey, Sean, can you go back and redo Ed's movie and we need to zhuzh it up a little bit, you're going to see my taste. Like, hey, you know what? We're going to make some yuck yuck jokes in here. And you're like, but I want it to be a serious piece. (laughs) No one cares. I'm in charge now. And then everyone, the audience is going, well, we can clearly see who picked who. Like, you know, like. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, I I, I mean, I I think he's going to do a good job, but. I need to see a trailer. Sure. <laughs> I need to see characters. I need to see some stuff. All right. Well, since I mentioned it, Ben Affleck explains why he's done playing Batman. There's a quote. I couldn't crack it. All right. Okay. Um, he appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live Thursday, um, and he, the actor explained why he will not be returning as the Cape Crusader in the 2021 film The Batman to be written and directed by Matt Reeves. Affleck is retiring from the role to play Bruce Wayne in only three movies. Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad, and Justice League. Uh, he, this is what he said on the show. I tried to direct a version of it, and it worked with and worked with a really good screenwriter, but just didn't come up with a version. Um, I couldn't crack it, so I thought it was time to let someone else take a shot at it, and they got some really good people, so I'm excited. Affleck also tweeted about the decision to leave the film he was originally slated to direct and star in on January 30th. Excited to, excited for hashtag the Batman in summer 2021 and see Matt Reeves' LA vision come to light. So, yeah. All right. I'm going to say it this way. Affleck said he gave his best shot, but he feels like he isn't ready for the role anymore. Affleck got fucked. I, I, I agree. You know, and I, and I mean, it's just like, you know, I mean, you know, if he didn't do that, that was a Harlem, not, not Harlem, it's, it was a mid, whatever that movie was. At Tep- to the Night, I think it was. Yeah, the Night, whatever, that, that pet project. If if, if, if that he, was successful, 
yeah, that would then this wouldn't be an issue at all. Like he'd be, still be the Batman, and and everything would have gone his way. But I think that really hurt him, and enough buzz around that just destroyed you know him in a way. And then of course he had to keep wanting to rehab at that yeah. point. And that's that's another thing. It was just like piling on, and it's just like you know, like, I think they really did. I think they just fucked him over because it was just like you know what, you're getting a lot of bad press now. We don't need this. Goodbye. He, um, he in an interview on in 2017, he uh, said superhero movies get the level of attention that's nothing like any film I've ever done. You cast the 14th lead in these movies, and the internet goes crazy. He told USA Today in 2017. I understand and embrace that. That's part of the pressure that comes along with doing it. That's why I'm not going to do it unless I feel really confident about it. In the meantime, he's gonna he's gonna be starring and producing an adaptation of Kate Alice's Marshall Kate Alice Marshall's novel I Am Still Alive. He's also committed to starring in the upcoming film Torrance, a Gavin O'Connor directed drama. So there you have it. All right. Well, he's still working. Of course, he's still going to work. Worst case scenario, Rain Deep, Rain Gear, Rain Gear Game Two, <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> All right, Ed. Yeah. Would you like to hear uh, how the U.S. Navy's crew slammed Tom Cruise for arrogant behavior in Top Gun Two? Oh, well, yes. <laughs> okay, so um, this is probably... Follow, follow this on their gossip. Follow <laughs> this on their tea, Ed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, apparently, the... Uh, here we go. Update. US Na- okay, let's go. I'm going to start off by saying the U.S. Naval officials responded to accusations of Tom Cruise alleged arrogance instead of Top Gun 2 and denied the claims. <laughs> so, um, a crew member who would see... Um, Tom Cruise and the cast were nothing but gracious professional during filming of all the sailors. Um, a crew member who was asked to remain anonymous previously told NBC7 that Tom Cruise has allegedly asked service members on the USS Theodore Roosevelt not to look at him or touch him either. He said he angered USS Theodore crew uh, while filming Top Gun, the sequel. Uh, his uh, crew, crew members also said that Cruise's behavior was very arrogant. The naval office uh, official explained that some sailors may have misinterpreted guidance from the Navy that told sailors not to approach actors while filming and not to use cell phone on the set. The Navy uh, official also assured that it does not tolerate any disrespect to its members and would not allow staff to be mistreated. But the original story goes like this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Members of the U.S. Navy reported slamming actor Tom Cruise for alleging Arab behavior. Um... It must be the, do not look at me, do not approach me, do not talk to me. I am Tom Cruise. <laughs> uh, here you go. It's, it's all tweets. Cruise was uh, was really on our ship telling the crew not to talk or look at him. Um, to be honest, Tommy boy, we were just trying to make it through the day without losing our shit. No one really cares about you or that fuck-ass movie you're filming. Please leave the TR because you're really not welcomed. Um Someone people think he really cares, huh? Right, like most of the crew in his early 20s. Maybe if he was a middle-aged woman, we'd care, but we don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, this is, I feel like this is kind of like a, hey, two people bitching and complaining about shit. <laughs> so I'm jumping on a bandwagon and saying, screw Tom Cruise. He's a piece of shit and undeserving of any money he earns from this new Top Gun movie he's working on. Oh, my God, what did he do? He was out there... He was out here where it where it's stationed for filming, and he's just a total dick, and it and that's an understatement. Eh, Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a non-story. I apologize, Ed. 
Well, you know what? I, I, I think that, you know, it probably was a dick, you know, because, like, the more I see of Tom Cruise, personally, the more I'm like, he's, like, nuts. He's just fucking nuts. And I b- really believe that he, like, he always wants to have that image of being a nice guy. Sure. You know? and, and, I mean, and for a while you believed it because, you know, you, you kind of see. But lately, like, the, since the last few years, he's been kind of, like, standoffish and very, like, arrogant and, and, and nasty. And it just, you can, you can get that vibe now from him, like, that he's just, like, not that, like, the same, like, likable guy that he was. And I, I mean, I don't know what it is, and I'm not going to speculate on what it is. But the thing is, is that, like, he's just... I really do believe that he was probably a dick, you know, because he's, he's he, I think his head, his ego has gotten so big that sure. it's just, you know, it just, you just can't, you know, he, nobody can handle it. And that's the problem, you know, and I'm sure being on a, on a ship like that, like, you know, you're in this confines because it's like, you really can't yeah, leave the ship. It's all boys. It's all boys, <laughs> you know, boys will be boys, especially, the, you know, the Navy guys and the, you know, well, the Marines, but uh, that's another story. Um <clears throat> But yeah, that's just it's you know I, I really do think that you know it's true that he's probably it was a dick, but you know you kind of go well you know what sucking up boys because yeah <laughs> it's Tom Cruise what do you want you know all right um did you see the Bumblebee movie? No, I did not see the Bumblebee movie. I kind of want to see the Bumblebee movie, but I don't want to not sure if I want to see the Bumblebee movie. <laughs> well, it, of, of Hasbro officially confirms Bumblebee as a Transformer reboot. <laughs> <laughs> It's officially it. The movie came out when December. Yeah, it's now three, almost three months later. Yeah, it's officially two months, two months, two months a little bit, give or take a couple weeks. It's officially been announced that Bumblebee will be a reboot of the Transformer film franchise. <laughs> I guess it made him a lot of money, or it didn't make him any move any money. I don't know. Like I don't remember much. <laughs> I don't remember much about it, Ed. Uh, the Transformer brand made some noise at New York to- Toy Fair 2019. And probably its biggest announcement was Hasbro's confirming that Bumblebee will re- will be rebooting the Transformer franchise. I feel like this should have been last year's article. Are you sure it was? <laughs> no, it's not. Check the I'm looking at the date. It's 2019. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. So. Apparently, still playing in some places. Okay, I might have to cancel this because it seems like this article uh, pop up ads. Fucking hate them. Um, let's see. Yeah, let's see. In 2017, Hasbro made confirmation they that their product product presentation, they would be excited fans to franchise who appreciate Bumblebee's tone being closer to the original cartoon series. Yeah, I, I think I think it made money. It did. Yes. How much? Uh, well, let me tell you the budget. Okay. Was it was 135 million in budget. Okay. It made uh, 468.5 million. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah it's you know, four almost. Almost half a million. Yeah, half a billion. Oh yeah, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> it was released on December twenty first, and the movie, the ending run, making over four hundred seventy five million at the box office. A sequel to the film has already been reported in development. Gee, really? <laughs> Big shocker there. <laughs> um, the no- film was also notoriously, noticeably way smaller in scale, allowing it to feel more personal and gave fans more character development, which can get lost in the franchise with morphing robots and explosions. <laughs> um, I-, I mean, sure. But I like how it's like uh, two months later. Yeah, that, yeah, it's, it's 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 we're rebooting the series. Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. Who's who's doing this movie again? Um, it, well, it's it's Paramount. Oh, I Paramount, think. No, okay. maybe is it Paramount? Uh, it's well, it's Hasbro. 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 Yo, bro, what's the has? Um, I guess that means no more super duper explosions. 
which is nice because that last movie that was terrible. Come on, man. don't 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 sugarcoat that at all. That was a terrible, terrible movie. And it, I'm like, I mean, like women's groups should be like up in arms of that movie and all kinds <laughs> of things. Like I'm like, I don't really care sometimes. I'm like, but I'm like, like I felt some of that was inappropriate even for me. I'm like, Ugh. all right, and um, okay. Would you like? I'll let you pick the last article. Uh-huh. I'm gonna give you headlines. All right. Uh-huh. Headline number one, uh, Oxford study finds no link between video games and real-world teen violence. Okay. Fresh Prince actor's lawsuit over Fortnite dance gets surprising update. Star Trek, William Shannon reveals if he'd return as Kirk for a new series. I'm gonna have to go with Shatner on that one. <laughs> okay, because I kind of know the I kind of know the second one a little bit, and the first one was what again? Um, uh, that there was there was a study finally yeah, showing yeah, that there was no link yeah. between video games and violence. Yeah, we all know that one. So yeah, yeah let's, let's move. Let's move the chat. We gotta get okay. to the chat. All right. So in Star Trek Generations, William Shatner reprises his role as Captain James T. Kirk for one last time. Uh-huh. Kirk teamed up with Patrick Stewart's John Luke Picard on a mission that ended in spoiler Kirk's death. <laughs> With Stewart and now, are you sure? I mean, I saw that you, you see that movie. I don't think he died in that movie. I really don't. He got shot in the back because <laughs> he originally got shot in the back. He got shot in the back, but but you thought he was dead, and then, like he makes he makes a couple comments, and then he stops. And you think he's dead, and then he makes more comments, and you think he's dead, and he keeps. <laughs> and I'm like, what's he like? I was like, if I was Picard, I'd be like putting a pillow over his face. <laughs> well, like, shut the fuck. Well, up. see now, so you know that he's. Jean, um, we call it Patrick Stewart's plan to return as Jean-Luc Picard in a new series. Yes. So Shander spoke with comicbook.com ahead of his performance at the Grand Old Opry in Nashville on Friday. And they asked him about the idea of returning as Captain Kirk for a series like the upcoming Picard show. The, right, he, the, the writers would have to come up with some way to resurrect the character. Shander joked that they'd also need to find a way to resurrect him after each day of shooting. <laughs> <laughs> He's like here, but I love. If, I hope they, this is word for word because I'm going to try my hardest. That word, resurrect. That's the key word. Shanner said, "Resurrect." You'd have to resurrect me, Shanner, in order to do it daily. <laughs> I don't want Patrick. I don't. I don't what. I don't what Patrick is doing. That doing a series is debilitating for a young guy, for a 25 year old, which I was doing when I was 25 years old. It's a physical wrecker. It's a mental wrecker. It's a home wrecker, <laughs> causing you to work 14 to 18 hours a day. And the last series I did, Boston Legal, I had in a rush hour a two-hour commute. So to add that, <laughs> Shander concluded by saying that he's not interested in doing a series, but that, that doesn't mean he's done with television. He teased some upcoming announcements about uh, more limited television engagements. So no, I won't be interested in doing a series per se, but I will be on the air in something this year, in something I can't tell you about right now, but you'll hear about it soon. And maybe on two, maybe even three shows, I'll be on that for 10, 12, 14 episodes. <laughs> we already know that Shannon will be appearing on a Dungeons & Dragons theme episode of Big Bang Theory as part of the sitcom's final season. Uh, the episode reunites him with Kelly Kuko, who he works with the Paris Line commercials. <laughs> um, Shannon is one of the, just the big guest stars on that episode, including other, uh, in the next generation star, Will Wheaton. You can see the full cast photo below. <laughs> Um, Shander's got a new country album with Alabama's Jeff Cook is Why Not Me available now I need I need samples (laughs) (laughs) I need I see if I can find samples of Shander singing country 
built on the West. <laughs> Uh, what was the name of the album? <laughs> <laughs> Why not me or something like that? Why not me? Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, if it's if if anything, it's probably I don't know if they're doing a third season of, of uh, Better Late Than Never. That uh, vacation, right. you know, because he did like they did um, Asia, Southeast Asia, first season. They did Europe in the second season. And now I guess this year they might be doing like the U.S. or Canada or something like that, or maybe South America. Or, okay, so, or Africa <laughs> even. Would you like to hear some of the song titles? Yes. Husher with a kiss. Got a thing for you. Why not me? Friends don't let friends drive. Oh, friends don't let friends drink alone. <laughs> uh, Should have loved. Beam me up. Too old to be vegan. I had to waste good beer. <laughs> what some people throw away. <laughs> Wrong number. Hello, me. And that's what dreamers do. Any one of them jump out at you because I think we might look at a sample here. <laughs> well, beat me up, obviously, is like the first one. That, you know, I'm kind of curious. See, uh, he does a Star Trek like country song. I or? don't know. Let's see if I can. Uh, uh, okay. Ooh. It's on YouTube. <laughs> right, hold on. Because I'm, 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 I was questioning, like, why is he at the Grand Old Opry? Now I know. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. He's got a hook. Beer? No, I'm not feeling it. Why not so much? I'm looking for something a whole lot stronger with a hangover punch. Gone, yeah, she's out of here. Crushed only temporarily, thanks to my old faithful friend, Mr. Jim B. Be me Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Jim, beam me up. Jeez. Oh, that is great. Um, <laughs> friends don't let friends drink alone. All right. Let's see if we can get some of that action going. Hey there, bartender. Please take these keys. I'm going to drink and drive he away. He drunk now. <laughs> That's acting, Buy Ed. the house around. Make him feel at home. I think, I think that's what he's trying for Jay. He's acting like he's drunk. Don't let friends drink alone. Friends don't let friends That's Jim Cook. Let's be crunchy. He's got fiddles. And all night long, <laughs> friends don't 
Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Want to hush her with a kiss, Ed? Sure. I gotta, we'll finish up with that one because that one just seems like it's hashtag Me Too ran all over it. <laughs> yes. Hush her with a kiss by William Shatner. Sorry, it's a, a, a commercial. It's commercial. Let's get back. There you go. When she's sick and tired of being let down, before the words come out, I hush her with a kiss. <laughs> When I forget that we had plans, I quickly take her hand and hush her with a kiss. <laughs> there you have it, folks. That was William Shannon's new his new album just dropped. <laughs> oh, why not me with William Shannon and Jeff Cook? I kind of want to buy the album. <laughs> similar songs. What else? They Who else? Too old to be vegan. That's the only similar song they have. That's on the album, though. Yeah, it is. So it's similar to another song that's on the album. <laughs> Oh. Wow. Well, there you have it, folks. Take that with you. <laughs> William Shatner, singing country. <laughs> Beat me up. I like, Damn it. You should have saw that one. Oh. <laughs> I spock too soon. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters. As if you don't know it already, because I told you at the very beginning of the show. <laughs> but here's something I didn't tell you at the beginning of the show. If you haven't liked us already on our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, go and do it now. I'll wait. And while we're waiting for that to happen, you can also follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Oh, you're back? Okay, good. Thanks for liking us. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard at all about the show, um, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior!